Chapter 21 Death of the Serpent's Breath The reason a ritual occurs as experience and not as knowledge is because a single moment cannot be grasped or kept. Every moment disappears into thin air, and that way there is no evidence left. What was the ritual I had undergone, and why couldn't my memory find stability to be sure? It seemed every night I would die and pass on, and then every morning I would awake to forget who I was and what I was living for. Now why was I here, and who was I? I knew I was living within this body, but I was also aware that the source of who I thought I was had completely died, for I was not this body, and I was not this man named Otto. As far as I could remember, I was born this morning, and the words, ah, so, were my living motto. Often I felt alien and trapped in this world, and whatever occurred is whomever I was. But I still knew better than to behave harsh to this planet, and so I knew that I must act with compassion and abundant love. But I, now who was I? How can I be a man if my soul had already come to pass and die? And why? Now who was I? I once was a man heading somewhere, but all that was left of me was this ether, earth, fire, sky, and water. For the gross body is composed of seven tissues, all of which I am not. Even the five cognitive sense organs cannot trap me, as I cannot be contained or caught. Then there are the senses of hearing, touch, sight, taste, and smell, which I am not. And what about the five vital airs which perform vital functions? This I am not. Even the mind which thinks things, I am not. There are also residual impressions of objects, of whom I could be, or who I am. But I am not any object function, for I am not even a man. If I am none of these, then who am I? I went on and on, but all that could be said was not this, not this. But the search continued because my curiosity could not resist. And so I came to a place where awareness alone remains, looking up at a peak of a mountain. That I am, for this earth and I are very much the same. But what is this nature of awareness? The nature of awareness is existence, consciousness, bliss. For who am I? I am this. As I left the edge of the sea, I carried the black poncho, the belongings in the medicine bag, and the medicine man's wand with me. I looked to the pinnacle of the mountaintop, which reminded me of a natural pyramid, and the peak of this great mountain was ever free. Free! If only that is who I could be. But we? Why, we seem to be trapped. Stuck in this world, we are bound to suffering in our heads. Is that why I was born, or is that why I will soon be dead? Often I couldn't pave a path to conclusions in my mind. There was a certain static sparkling between my eyes, and it felt like an inner eye was waking up, which also made me wonder if I'd previously been blind. Now where had I gone wrong, and how had I been misaligned? Walking away from the water, I began to search for any kind of signs. As I passed over a small sand dune, a black snake crossed my path. It spooked me, and so I took a step back. 
Now I heard a plane pass over. An extreme paranoia gripped me tight. Were they coming after me? Oh, why was this occurrence such a fright? Anywhere I went, I could feel myself panicking deep within. My life had yet to end, but it also had yet to begin. For who was I? I was somewhere in between. And was this all something real? Or was it much closer to a dream? Well, what did it mean? Especially when nothing in this world was as it seemed. Then I heard people, and so I had to hide. I didn't know who I was, and what if they were after me? For I thought of myself with no importance, as I had lost all my human pride. The voices passed, and there I took a new breath in. Ah, so, here we go. What's next? And now a new life could begin. Then I'd exhale, and I'd watch myself die. And every so often, I'd get so emotional that the entire sky would start to cry. Now who was I? Well, I was born to die. A man who had come and gone. Was I even a real soul? Or was I more like a spiritual spy? Yes, whoever I was, I was quite keen on observing. I knew I enjoyed swimming in the shallows of the sea, for a sea serpent such as I did enjoy catching waves the way dolphins enjoyed swimming. There the current would flow through, and I would be invigorated by the salt and the sun. But now I was leaving the ocean, and what was I heading towards? Or what was it that I was running from? I couldn't be sure, and I suppose I didn't know anything anymore. I'd become a certain creature of the coastline, but now my intuition led me away from the shore. Upon one of my final nights living close to the coast, I rested high up where the birds would perch in the trees. This was an airy space overlooking the marshes, and this was a place where my soul felt at ease. I found myself resting all the time. It seemed I was always tired, and many animals came to notice me in the black poncho, and so I began to wonder if they thought of me as a certain type of wild jaguar. Then I heard a car. Yes, I'm certain they were after me, and this seemed to be meaningful. Hiding in the treetops, I watched a line of cars coming to pass by when I realized this was a parade of many oncoming vehicles. Just as the cars and vans came closer, I noticed a long serpent emerge. It came out of the marsh just as the vehicles came closer into view. I wanted to cry out, and there I noticed a book in my hands called The Serpent Power. I had taken it out from the medicine bag in the black poncho to read, and it seemed many things were colliding through this strange encounter. Just after I opened the book, when that long serpent came onto the land to cross the car's trail, the vehicle sped up and ran over the snake, when I heard a pop as it sounded like the serpent had been impaled. Looking down below, I saw the envoy of cars, trucks, and vans driving over the snake. Oh, it was such a terrible sight, and how could this be the poor creature's fate? Again and again, I watched him drive over the serpent's back. Oh my goddess, please have mercy. This poor creature was under attack. But all these cars were ignorant. Had they any clue what they had done? All these cars passed over the snake while it hissed and lashed out at the tires. But the snake seemed to be half paralyzed, and now there was nowhere it could run. It had been run over dozens of times, and soon the serpent began to give way. I was watching it die, and slowly its attack upon the tires 
became delayed. The serpent could barely move, and so I looked at the title, The Serpent Power, which I had put down. After the cars, trucks, and vans left, I made sure no one else was around. Climbing down from the treetops, all I had with me was the medicine man's staff. I crept closer toward the snake when I realized its inner organs had emerged through its back. The poor creature was dying or dead, and its skin was open. God rest this serpent's soul, for it had been run over so many times, and so the spirit of the serpent was completely broken. I held the medicine man's staff, then I picked up the snake and draped it over the wand while I held it at arm's length. The serpent's soul has gone, as the serpent's body surrendered its strength. I took the snake to where the water flows, and I waited for some time to see if there was any life that would move or twitch. I prayed the tide would rise and take the serpent home, and so I lowered the snake's body down from my staff into a low ditch. Maybe the vultures would feast upon it, but I was still so overwhelmed with tears and emotions. Oh, the great blue sea was aware the snake was dead, and so I looked out and prayed to her great blue ocean. Fixing my concentration on the deceased serpent, I was overwhelmed by this death as it was potent and sad. What was left of the serpent now? And then I realized its blood had been spread upon the edge of the medicine man's staff. Since I had carried it off the trail, away from where the cars had passed, I noticed wet blood of the snake, and there its memory would forever be held upon the edge of the medicine man's staff. Entering into mental concentration, I observed my mind until it found one point. There I focused on the serpent's power, and soon after I rolled the herbs and paper, I used a fire to light this joint. Breathing in, I came alive, and breathing out, I would die. I stayed there for many nights in between the ocean and the serpent, where both the sky and I would cry. After some time, since I designed this area as my home, I'd make offerings to the earth, fire, water, and sky. There I gave this area back to the earth, but not without leaving a certain stone. This large gem was my offering, and so I left it above the passing road. That way anyone who crossed this way could be protected by the feathered serpent, for a great snake had died here, and much respect was to be owed. This stone was a great blue and white mineral, as this satellite reminded me of the vast ocean, for I was nothing compared to this great land. Then I left the serpent's tomb, knowing that something much bigger had just been set in motion.